Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get your free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash iopanel. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, and MP3 player. The other day I was at the only place that I shop now, apparently, Walmart. Walmart. (laughs) And I was at the, it was like, you know, 3 a.m. or something, so I was at the self-checkout. And uh, the guy next to me, I looked over. And like his pants were sagging, he was wearing a shirt covered in fucking tattoos, mm-hmm. and in his belt with no apparent holster was some form of Glock. And I was like, "Word." Got my receipt, walked behind him. I was like, "I bet I could grab it. I bet I could." But I just, <laughs> I would, you know, I wouldn't try. But I was like, "I bet I could sneak up on this dude." acquaintance be forgot who knows who's old bang sign i don't know who he is either welcome to the first episode of the io panel episode 40 welcome welcome in 2017 baby new year (laughs) um (laughs) i have a question yeah what is acquaintance and why are they showing up gang signs is it gang signs or bang sign i don't know I don't, I don't know. I'm asking I have you. No you're, idea. you're the expert. I have no idea. All the acquaintance be forgot. So I guess, I guess all the acquaintances you made this year, forget about them. Mm-hmm. Send all their information to this guy named Bang Zine, and he's gonna like rape and murder them or something. I don't know. He'll crip walk to their house and yeah. give them a lessons in gang signs. <laughs> that could be it. That could be it. And like speaking it. of speaking of gang zi- gang signs. Professor Neil Blevins, how you doing today, today, sir? I'm doing very well, thank you. Enjoying my uh, coffee filled with coconut oil, butter, and avocado oil and protein powder. Very nice. And um, sadly, I cannot crip walk. Though that is one of my, that's my New Year's resolution to learn how to crip walk, finally. Crip walking is so cool. After a decade of dreaming about it, I'm going to make it happen. (laughs) After a decade of dreaming about it. I saw a guy crip walking once in, in Silver Spring. It's and incredible. I gotta say, it was one of the coolest things I've ever seen. It's cool to look at. I'm yeah, not sure so, I know, know what that is. Oh man! Ugh. Well, it's it's very gang related. Um, it is a way of it's almost like a dance, but it's a way of signaling or displaying your um, affiliation. Yeah. And I believe that technically you are spelling with your feet, aka dance moves. Like I think you're you're writing something. Yeah, yeah, possibly it's something like that. It's either that and with your with your hands, there's a whole thing going on. You know what I mean? I kind of, I kind of assumed it's like you're saying, "Hey, I'm a Crip from um, you know the 32nd Street Crips, mm-hmm. the Black Death. I was involved in several battles and I've been shot many times. Like I feel like that you're selling like a whole like here's my resume of murder and mayhem. Mm-hmm. You know." It's your CV. Um, it's your CV. Yeah, exactly. Your CV. Um, speaking Mike? of of European CVs, Mister yeah. uh, Michelle Michellington, <laughs> what's up there, <laughs> me Michelle? Um, I will assume you are referring to me <laughs> in such a disrespectful manner, Michelle Bleve. <laughs> Bleve. Bleve. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, I'm just gonna start calling you click and whistle or whatever. So it's fine. <laughs> Billy. <laughs> it's like that raps just clicks and whistles, man. I don't say know. yeah. <laughs> now, everything's good, man. You know, ranging the new year with some good friends. That's right. Had a good time. Um, had some killer bagel and locks today. Ah, nice. That was good. Is that a uh, New Year's Day tradition? Should be. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, well, it isn't in the blower household, but ah. like James said, it should be. So. Yeah, it was damn good. Yep. Yeah. That's your go-to order, James, right? Whenever you go to a bagel place? Oh, yeah. It's bagels and locks, tomato, and capers. Mm. You got to. Yeah, that's great. That's honestly awesome. Einstein Brothers does it best, if you ask me. But I've never been to a real deli, so... A real deli probably does it even better. Actually, yeah, we, we got some we in did. New York. Actually, yeah. it was pretty amazing. That was pretty fucking great. That place great. was crazy. Yeah, it was good though. It was it was excellent. It was just yeah. extremely busy. Yeah. And also, I'm pretty sure those things we bought were. I mean, it was worth it, but they were very expensive. Y- yeah. Yeah. I don't remember how much it was, but it was like thirteen dollars or something. Yeah. Or one. One bagel sandwich. Yeah. Yeah, but it's good but, quality sandwich. Yeah, no, it was good. Man. Don't get me wrong. You know, we I think we each ordered two of them because we're fatties, and so you know you walk out of there spending thirty dollars, you know, on one meal. The joys of living be, in New York City. When it's supposed to be just a quick, you know, oh, we're just gonna go pick something up real quick and blah blah blah. It's like, yeah, great. Mm-hmm. But whatever, it's all good. So well, yeah, you gentlemen have any uh, New Year's resolutions besides uh, Evan's desire to crip walk? Um, quit smoking again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's a good one. It's yeah. never too late to stop. Yeah. Is yeah, that it? A good one. No, continuing, no one. you know, continuing to uh, yeah be healthier. I guess be- beginning weight loss. Yeah. <laughs> beginning again. Beginning beginning again to lose weight. The same yeah. New Year's resolution I've had for the last twenty three years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Basically. No, um, that's it. Yeah, I mean, me yeah. too. I'm gonna quit smoking. Um, after I polished off these two cartons I just bought today. No, I'm kidding. Oh um, god. <laughs> I have a question regarding that. Uh-huh. Um, so I realize you can never truly quit because of the other occupant. Um, but what is that status? Since you you in your new place you don't have a balcony or or a porch, right? Are you? You gotta throw on your clothes. Go down. Take the elevator downstairs, walk outside, and that's it. Really? Yeah. Yeah, she's not smoking as far as really? right. Is she, Michael? I don't know. Is it changed? She's uh, smoked a little bit, but only within the last week. In the, wow. in the apartment? No, no. Not in the apartment. Just good. going outside. Good. Good, good. You know. That's impressive. Yeah. Yeah. So. She kind of quit cold turkey. It's pretty amazing, actually. That's the way to do it. Yeah, it, it it is actually. Well, it truly so is. so James and I were talking about this. We were talking about this last night. Me and uh, me and James and the the group of friends that we were with last night. We all kind of we all kind of smoke. We all kind of smoke, especially when we're all together. Mm-hmm. So the plan is actually after. So we're going to be at a friend's house next weekend for their birthday on Saturday. So after that, then that's it. Then we're done. That's it. Fair enough. So 
everyone's gonna make a concerted effort to done it. Mm-hmm. Well, you, I wish you, you all the best of luck. You still quit, right? Um, I think the last cigarette I had was like two years ago when I got really fucking drunk at QuakeCon, and I like blacked out after my third drink, and I I, I woke up while I was smoking. And then I woke up again while I was in bed. I was like, what the hell happened? What? <laughs> and you're like, who the hell are you? No. <laughs> Where am I? What room is this? Um, oh. So I think I had like one and a half cigarettes that night. But other than that, I think it's been almost four years. Nice. Mm-hmm. Does your roommate smoke? He does. You smoke in the house? Um, He does. Really? Oh, so you're over there soldiering on. Oh my god. Yeah, but smoking is for a social thing. I mean, if you don't you're if you're not tight with your roommate, there's no if you're not like, "Oh, he's like if he's not like, you want to go out and smoke and you're like, "Oh shit, yeah, dude." Then, you know. Yeah, it's mostly contained to uh the kitchen when there is a football game on or he's drinking, which is like half the time. I was going to say isn't that like Yeah fairly often yeah but um it's it doesn't bother me what does he smoke fucking weak bullshit weak bullshit camel camel uh platinum or like ultra ultra extra light whatever like why bother (laughs) i mean that's uh, mike you might mimic this and james some as well but one when Mike and I started, which I don't know if we've talked about, but it was a conversation that we had like at a party in his bedroom. We were like, hey, you want to start smoking? I think I asked. He was like, sure. So we started. <laughs> but uh, if I was going to smoke, I wanted it to be, you know, a good you want, cigarette. You want it to mean something. Yeah. So the first pack was Lucky Strike Unfiltered. Obviously, oh. it's a nat- natural starting point. Jesus. Yeah. And from there, um, it was Doug, Marlboro Red. shit. Yeah. Then we went on like a four-hour quest at like one a.m. some night to look for American Spirit Menthol, and uh, that was a failure. So we got some cools, and those were awful. <laughs> um, but I eventually switched to uh, Newport, and I also had a, a short stint of making my own, which mm-hmm. were quite robust and delicious, if I do say so myself. Um, but yeah, smoked uh, man cigarettes. Yeah. You know, um, one of our friends, she smokes American spirit. That's all she smokes. Mm-hmm. And she, you know, I'm sure this is not true, but she's like, oh, no, it's all it's all natural, bro. <laughs> you know? See, these are good for you. This, this, yeah. this is a health yeah. boost. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she's not really saying that, but yeah. She's like, oh, no, there's, these are 100% natural, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, Well, okay, I do believe maybe, they're but... significantly more chemical free than other manufacturers. But they're also like seven dollars a pack, or or I don't know what prices are where you guys live, but probably no, like eight sure fifty a pack expensive. now. Expensive, yeah, yeah. Well, they're expensive, a and b. Sure, sure. Let's say they are free of urea or whatever the hell they're putting in cigarettes, <laughs> um, cat urine. You know, uh-huh. um, I mean, you're. It's you know, it's not like oh yeah, just breathe this in and you'll be fine. You know, it's not. Right. Still not good for you. Yeah, right. you're still you're still standing in a like two alarm fire, inhaling the smoke, and then walking back out. You know, like three or four times every every four hours or something. So, yeah. how else you can exercise your lungs? Get them pumped. That's right. 
make it more robust. Yeah, it so I swell up. I found out tonight. Um, my mom and I were talking to a fellow resident here, and was there a murder they, in your apartment? Well, no, not as far as I know, <laughs> but like, not exactly. Not exactly. Um, so they've banned smoking here for ten years. And it's because someone fell asleep while smoking and there was a fire and two people died. Wow. Mm-hmm. That'll happen. Yeah. In, supposedly in, in this building. Um, no, so I don't they know ban what, it? what floor, what apartment, any of that. You know, I have no clue. But Do you mean they ban- they banned it 10 years ago? Yes. Is that like right before the introduction of those mandatory chemical rings in cigarettes that would like put it out if you stopped smoking it? That's a good question. Um, you know, it might have been. So it depends when they put in the ban, obviously. But uh, yeah, you know, you're right. Um, those kinds of cigarettes probably did did debut here in the United States probably about ten years ago, maybe a little bit more. I'm not sure mm-hmm. exactly what the date is on those. But uh, yeah, I remember when those came out. I was like. I mean, now, I, obviously, I can't tell the difference anymore, but before, I could tell the difference from the way it tasted. To me, it tasted different. And the cigarettes kept on going out. Yep, that's they were designed to. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck is going on with these things? And then, finally, I, f- I figured, I don't know how I figured it out, but I figured out what was going on. I was like, oh, okay, all right. And I remember talking to someone online and we were somehow we got into the conversation about that because they were a smoker too and they were talking about it and I was like yeah I bet I bet it's because of the the new safety things they're like what are you talking about I was like check out on the side of your pack above the barcode like all right I'm like see there it says FSC that's fire safe cigarette Mm -hmm. how ironic yeah they're like holy shit so. It's like these things that people are burning are causing too many fires. Let's put some flame retardant chemicals in them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fun to smoke, even better, you know. Ow. <laughs> Ow, my lung. Yeah. <laughs> I pinched my lung. Yeah. Exactly. Um, okay, well, uh great segue. Let's get into the news. Um, I posted this thing in the news. It's not really news at all, but I thought it would be funny. Um, Two great little bits about this. I found an awesome website, Kurzweil Accelerating Intelligence. I don't know how much. KurzweilAI.net. Yeah, I don't know how much this actually has to do with him, but it it seems to be a very interesting site with a bunch of random, like, sci fi, technical you know, non-sci-fi shit on it. It seems pretty cool. So just on the front page here, there's a science versus a cinema arrival, human season two. There's just a bunch of random stuff up here. It seems pretty cool. So you want to build a Death Star. Here's how to get started. You know, it's just this bunch of random stuff. Dear President Trump, here's how to make a great, here's how to make space great again. I thought you were like the new dear president. Yeah. president of the forest that's right <laughs> the noble deer or <laughs> whatever deers say yeah exactly the noble deer president of the forest <laughs> i like that that's uh, this episode's ne- name evan this yep. is the noble deer welcome the noble deer 
Got it. Um. All right. So this I thought was kind of cool. Uh, macaque, macau. That's macaque. Macaque. Uh-huh. Macaque monkeys have the anatomy for human speech. So why can't they speak? So uh, this is just kind of they're cool... fucking dumb. Yeah. Then that's. <laughs> So th- I, I read that, and that's exactly what I said. I was like, "Yeah, because they're fucking monkeys with tiny ass brains, and they're like, they're right. like, they're not, they're not like Margot. Could you please pass me the sugar? I'd like to drive <laughs> over and play squash today. You know, they're not, they're not doing that. You know, they're just like rah, 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 banana bitch. You know, it's just whatever. You know, it's not not very deep intellectual com- converse conversing, but uh, it's kind of cool. They have a slowed down audio file of of a um, macaque vocal model uttering the same phrase "Will you marry me?" synthesized with the same noisy source, same uh, uh, from noisy. The source is from noisy. Um, but anyway, it's pretty cool. They have two uh, audio files here to listen to. Uh, one a woman saying it, and one a macaque saying it. It's kind of interesting that they could talk. So maybe you know they simply cool have article. nothing to say. Yeah, they're just quite satisfied. Yeah, <laughs> um, shallow and pedantic. Basically, <laughs> um, exactly. <laughs> so I don't know. Uh, I don't know if you guys do you have any thoughts on this. You want to see monkeys talk anytime soon? I think. Uh, well, no. I think they would have nothing useful Adam! to say. You're like, oh god. It would just be annoying, like a fucking parrot. Yeah. Like parrots can talk, but they they don't say shit. Yeah. They're just annoying. <laughs> yeah. Then like well, the, the they're answer not, they're is not really talking, right? They're X just... minus C. Yeah. They're. I mean, they're mimicking. They're yeah. reproducing the sound, right? I mean, they're not yeah. like saying like, oh, "I'm going to say fuck you to this dude because he's going to it's going to be funny," you know? Check this yeah. out. You know? Yeah. How do we how do we actually know? Well, yeah, you're right. Maybe. I mean, no, on the level no, we of, know, we know no. the level of animal intelligence is like human, dolphin, parrot. So how do we know? I just made that up. Yeah, eighty percent right. of yeah, facts. I was like, come on, made man. Up. <laughs> you know, dolphins are smart as shit. So are um squids or something yeah um but they don't have uh, a very long memory huh they don't like uh squids and octopi Mm -hmm. uh cephalopods yeah they don't have a very long memory so for Mm -hmm. instance you you can watch videos of like an octopus opening a jar underwater but you have to teach it to do that and it'll do it you know it'll open like multiple jars and stuff say for the next few hours or so but if you remove the jar and give it back to him the next day to like, Oh, what the fuck is this? You have to teach him again. Hmm. So what if they took the macaque and a squid and made them boned? I think they did an episode of South park like that. Ugh. <laughs> no, make that's a the mess. man bear pig. Ugh. You'd have, um, something a, you'd have to kill immediately. Jesus. Half of it has to be submerged. Half of it has to live in the treetops. That's a a very difficult life. Yeah. What is it? Say a what a um a dodecamacacapod. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome, president of the sea trees. President Dodecamodacapod. <laughs> you know what else is supposed to be really a cephalocac. Cephalocac. There you go. The uh, the elephant, the mighty elephant. Mm-hmm. 
It was supposed yeah. to be pretty smart, like up there with like a dolphin or. So maybe if they could like sew oh. one of these to the to to a to a uh, like tap a a uh, elephant's spinal cord and sew one of these macaques to it into it, just splice him in. Then then the macaque would be like, ah, 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 like they could start talking, maybe you know. You have an abomination of the animal kingdom. Yeah, <laughs> James, you sound like uh. Like you want to do some experiments Dr. in Russia in like the forties or something. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, absolutely. Without a doubt, man. Without a doubt. That's living, man. That's living right there. Um, anyway, cool article. Check it out, guys. Uh the, the the site is probably the best thing about this article. Just check out the site. It's pretty cool. Um Kurzweil uh AI dot net. Yeah, um like I said, I don't know if it has anything to do with Kurzweil, but <laughs> worth checking out. All right, that's 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 all I had in the news. Uh, do you guys have anything you want to add to that section, or are we going to jump right into Stranger Danger? I have nothing to add. No, I think we're good. All right, let's jump in. Okay. Um, so a, a let's see, a murder in Arkansas, actually committed in 2015, um, may change the peop- change the way that some people behave around their smart devices. So we all know about the internet of things and having more smart things around your house. James has a, uh, what do you have a Google home assistant? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Google home. Okay. Yeah. So, um, the murders committed in 2015, a, a man strangled another man in his hot tub. Um, <laughs> the circumstances surrounding it are still under investigation. Um, but local police um, cited an Amazon Echo in a warrant concerning that murder, hoping it would contain some evidence because it never stops listening. Now, it never stops listening because it only responds when you say a certain trigger word. Yeah. So it has to listen for that word all the time. Now, um, Amazon actually keeps all that data. Um, supposedly for the purpose of improving improving its voice assistant service. So the police got wind of this and asked Amazon to release the recordings or whatever data they had. Um, and on several occasions they denied that, but they did give up um, basically just like basic account information, but no no recordings or anything. What's also interesting is that the person who's being charged with who was suspected of murder had um, quite a few other smart devices like a Nest thermostat, um, you know, IP cameras, stuff like that, but also had a, uh, a smart meter, which may or may not be mandatory in certain areas that'll do, like monitor your electricity and water usage and even uh, allow the, the utility companies to adjust accordingly, like, you know, lower your power consumption or something in the, during the day in the summer, if you're not at home. So one interesting thing that they noticed was that between the hours of 1 a.m. and 3 a.m. on the on the date of the murder, he used 140 gallons of water at like, you know, two in the morning. Like, what the fuck are you doing, bro? So they think because of this data that they were able to capture that um, he was using that to clean up the scene which is just an interesting thing because you don't think that uh, these devices might be used against you. But I guess if you're concerned about being murdered, uh, you might want to have one around. It's the analytics of big data, man. Yeah. You know, that's what it is. Analytics. 
You know, oh, you use 120 gallons of water. Oh, you turned all your cameras off at this time, and you turn it back on at this time. Oh, you deleted an earlier log entry from your, you know, whatever, you know. Yeah. But, you know, if you if you do think you'll be murdered by a friend, maybe you can change the uh, Alexa trigger word or something to be like, oh, hey, Chuck, and then it'll start recording, and then it will record your murder for the trial. That would not be great. It's not its intended purpose. Maybe, like, maybe they need to. Maybe that's something someone needs to make for it. Like you know, I don't know. You can add an app or something to these things, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, you add like the murder app, right? Yep. So you add like you know, I'm gonna be killed. So, Jesus, you know, I mean, we're getting kind of dark here, you know. But hey, yeah, it happens. It does happen. So. I mean, the, the story is about murder. Say, you can so. say something like, I don't believe in magic, you know, or whatever, whatever the magic phrase is. Mm-hmm. And then, like you said, it'll start. Not say, hey, Alexa, please call the fucking police. I'm being murdered right now. Not yeah. that. <laughs> Not that. Well, maybe it can do that also. <laughs> Sur- Record my death. <laughs> Surreptitiously, James. I've given up. <laughs> Make a recording. Post it to YouTube immediately. <laughs> Surreptitiously, James. Surreptitiously. Yeah, yeah. I feel you. I feel you. See? See, that's why we're that's why we're talking it out. See, yeah, yeah good ideas. It's, yeah, it's just ideas. We're spitballing here. We are writing the future. Mm-hmm. See, if you were there last night, James, um, you could have helped us out. You know, we could have used your your brain. We were talking about new ideas and stuff. You know, talk with um, Orion's friend. Oh, old, uh, the the Dark Lord. Yeah, the Dark Lord. <laughs> Darth Loy. Yes, Darth Loy. <laughs> His name is Loy. Yeah. L O I or L O Y? I think it's L O I. I believe it is L O Y E. There you go. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. To be exact. Yeah. It's a cool guy. Yeah. Yeah, man. We were we were trying to solve it, James. We didn't quite get there, but sorry, man. We'll get there. Yeah. That was that was funny. That's what I arrived to this morning, Evan. Was the, uh, the um. Man, we were we were uh, Crawford. We're putting together. We're solving the universe. We're, we, 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 he was trying to crack the code to the universe, and Mike's like, "Ah, eh, next time, next time, <laughs> we'll get like, it." We're so close. <laughs> He's like, "Maybe in half an hour more." He's like, "Ah, next time, we got it." Don't worry, next time. You know what's <laughs> funny about that? So, I I was talking to my mom tonight, and uh, I told her I was like, "We were up pretty late, you know, talking last night and stuff," and she's like, "Oh, did you solve all the world's problems?" Yeah. I was like, oh, almost, almost. You know. Then we called it quits and decided to just go to sleep. Um, what? Um, what were some okay. of the unsolved mysteries? Oh, I don't even know, man. <laughs> well, it was a productive session, then I guess. Yeah. yeah well, <laughs> you know, a universe was created and destroyed last night. You know, so got it all in our minds. Hey, it happens so. to me every day. Yeah. That is. Uh, I just heard a very a loud noise behind me, and now I don't know what the hell is going on. Yep. Alexa, record Mike's murder. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. So now I'm now I'm now I'm nervous. He's like, I will continue to look forward and <laughs> not investigate. <laughs> Your room does appear to be quite red, yeah. so uh, perhaps. <laughs> oh, you know my uh, the light got turned off in the hallway. Okay. Here, let me turn on uh, this light. There we go. There we go. Oh better. my God! Someone's behind you. Oh, <laughs> the call is coming from inside the house. That's right. 
Uh, all right, I'll, be, well, I'll be ready for him. Yeah. I'll clack, be ready. Clack, clack, clack. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Good times. Um. So, so they're, we're, they're still up in the air about this or what? Well, I mean, they haven't, as far as I could tell, they haven't been able to get solid evidence from Amazon from that device. I mean, yeah, um, I don't, I don't understand, Evan. It looks like they, Amazon declined to give them it, the data. Yeah. Can they do that? Uh, they said like, nah, bro. Apparently. How does that work? Maybe, I don't know, do they need like a federal warrant? Like, I don't know. So there wasn't a warrant issued? I don't understand. Uh, Yes. But it doesn't. It doesn't say if it was issued to Amazon or if it like we need this. We need to keep this device. I don't know how warrants work, obviously. Um, but they I don't did. know how warrants work. I don't. James, please <laughs> explain to Evan how warrants work. Uh, yeah, no, I'm not the guy. <laughs> I barely know the work either. Okay, well, uh, but yeah, Amazon all you need said is a no. warrant signed by a judge that says blah blah blah, right? Mm-hmm. So as long as they have that. Amazon should should be compelled, but compelled, I don't. They, exactly. it, they wouldn't. They probably didn't. Did they say in the thing they 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 subpoenaed it? They put a warrant in for it or whatever. Not subpoenaed, but they 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 had a warrant because you so, can't decline a warrant. So they must they must have just said, "Hey, bro, could you hook us up?" And everyone's like, "Nah." So the article says that the the police cited an Amazon Echo in a warrant. But it does not say that they subpoenaed Amazon for information. They, it does say they reached out to Amazon, or they, you know, yeah, tried so, to get Amazon to give them the information. Yeah, they, they probably no. just asked. They probably just asked Amazon, say, "Hey, can you give us the data for this user?" And Amazon's like, "No." And I guarantee you, that's the default mode, right? The default answer is always no. So why don't they get you, a warrant? Yeah, that's to make them get a warrant. So you don't think, "Oh yeah, we'll just help you at any time," like. You know, that's to deter people from asking them for just willy-nilly whatever and all the time at all hours, asking them, hey, can you come down and, like, make me some coffee, bro? Like, get a warrant. You yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm going to assume they solved the crime by this time since it was basically a year ago. Um, well, they're probably just going to trial now or something. I don't know what they're doing. but Well, could be. Um, but you, uh, all the smart devices are cool, but you may want to... It says right here in the back of your head. So I have an article, a different article here. It says authorities in Bentonville, which I guess is in Arkansas, mm-hmm. have issued a warrant for Amazon to hand over audio or records from an Echo device belonging to whoever and hope that the records will aid in uncovering additional details about the murder of whoever. Mm-hmm. And it says just like Apple refused the FBI to help them unlock the iPhone. Amazon also declined to give police any of the information that the Echo logged on its servers. Mm-hmm. It probably doesn't log anything substantial, and the stuff that it does log is probably basically they probably some algorithm that's like, okay, dead air, dump it. Only remember the times you were asked something and the questions you were asked, and then if there's a long random conversation, store that. And we're and then they take that information and scrub it for words like grocery list and item names and stuff like that because they want to know what they want to know everything they can know about Dave Johnson or whatever you know what I mean so I don't think they they probably stored in some way that's like useless to the police 
um in case they get caught like like no company wants to be caught in a whole like oh we store your passwords and information unencrypted in just a plain audio file you know like nobody wants they don't get caught in that shit so whatever they've done they've done something crazy to it that just can't be they you know it's probably more work for them than, than anything and you know it's obvious this guy strangled his friend. It's like the snow. There's no question. Mm-hmm. So it says Amazon will not release customer information without a valid and binding legal demand properly served on us. There you go. Amazon objects to overbroad or otherwise inappropriate demands as a matter of course. There you go. See, but it says here they have a warrant. So I don't understand. Well, that's that's uh, the warrant could be still. They're probably asking, you know, they're they're probably asking the warrant. Please give us everything, Alexa collects. Yeah, and Alexa collects all kinds of shit, and Google, Amazon's like, no, that would open us up to all kinds of, you know, mm. all kinds of stuff if we did could that. Be. Could be. We don't want people to know what Alexa's doing with that information. I'm sure the Amazon legal team has has uh, locked that up pretty tight. And all you know the product development stage and everything. Yeah, exactly. Can you imagine if that went if that was made public and then somebody could actually look at it and then a tech writer looked at the information and really discerned like, oh, this is what Alexa tracks in a regular day. People would be like, oh my god, it knows yeah. when I'm pissing. You know, they'd be like, oh god, it knows when I'm having sex with my wife. It's sending me condom ads, you know, or whatever craziness, you know. Um, anyway, okay, let's let's move on here. Uh, speaking of the RT. Um, and the trustworthy Russians, uh, the best steps are lined with grizzly fur. Our friends, the grizzly steps, the grizzly step, um, they're up to no good. So um, this is just like kind of like an article, five facts about the five facts you need to know about the grizzly step. Um, the grizzly step is a hacker group that they're accusing for they're, that, that they've kind of pinned down and said, these are the guys who did all the election hacking in uh you know, and released uh, DNC information and uh, DDoS websites and, you know, targeted um, government systems during the elections and all kinds of stuff like that. Um, it's a pretty comprehensive uh, article. Uh, just give it a read. Um, there's a lot to it. Honestly, I didn't put it here to go over every little detail with you, but they talk about like the grizzly step and like some of the, some of its penetrations and some of the things they've done. And, uh, they talk about Donald Trump here, like saying, Oh, don't worry about it. It's cool. <laughs> Let's move on. You know, um, probably the best thing, which is going to take us into the next, uh, our next article and I have here uh, 35 guests, my weekend borscht dinner, 35, get 35 less guests in my weekends, my weekend borscht dinners. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> I had to read my quotes because I'm funny. Um, <laughs> but uh, the last quote, the last the, the last oh, thing, about the Grizz- yeah. yeah, the last thing about Grizzly Step was uh, the retaliatory measures taken by Obama. And then uh, that's where we go into my 35 uh, missing guests. So basically, um Obama, this is really funny, actually. Um, so Obama uh, said he kind of retaliated and said, "Yeah, we're going to get rid of these thirty-five possible spies out of the out of the uh, system here and send them back." Well, Russia's retaliating; they're doing the same thing back. But this is like the balls on the Russians, right? The Russian embassy in the UK—they posted on Twitter they the, the words "lame" and a duckling. <laughs> and, and it says President Obama expels 35 uh, diplomats in cold uh, in a Cold War deja vu, 
as everybody included the u.s people will be glad to see this last this uh this is the last of this hapless admin uh i don't know honestly i think we got to do that every now and again you know just to show them you know because you know that all these fucking embassies are full of spies right they're all like i'm the attache of fucking lg tv watchers from china you know they're obviously like fucking it's always they're all full of spies right so um this is something that they got to do every now and they got to flush these guys out of here and and cycle a new group in and this kind of spoils all of those all that uh relationship making and human collecting you know and stuff like that human intelligence collections and stuff like that that they're doing it's it spoils all of that um by doing it so it's a good thing it's not a bad thing um i could honestly care less if the if russians can spy successfully um and obviously if you look at the grizzly step stuff a lot of the things they couldn't a lot of things they did couldn't have been done without social engineering attacks and having people not necessarily on the inside but people in the power brokers in the capital in, in the ndc who know like these are the groups that you need to target this is what's what like an understanding of how things work in dc so um Interesting article. Uh, it shows Russia's tweeting the duck means upon Donald Trump. Donald Trump, it's time for our country to move on. And then an update: Russia is now expelling 35 U.S. diplomats tit for in a tit for tat response. Um, so, you know, eh. I, have, I have a couple questions. Yeah, shoot. Um, number one: Does anyone know if there is a standard time period for diplomats to be in a country or? or- potential spies of a foreign state to be allowed to stay in the country to like combat, you know, that, uh, would you say the human interaction techniques or whatever you said? Well, the thing is there like two in, years and you're out the embassy. That's all on the side. That's all on like, that's all up to Russia mm-hmm. because the embassy is their physical territory. It's their property. It's Russian sovereign territory. So, and you get a diplomatic immunity, you get a diplomatic, you know, papers or whatever, you're immune. So, basically, these guys don't want to fuck up, you know? That's the whole goal. They don't fuck up, and they're not going to get sent back, Mm -hmm. you know? So, they could be here for a long time. I mean, the guys who worked uh, Hansen, um, Hansen was in the, hold on, let me look him up. Uh, He was the spy. Hansen, the catcher predator? No. Is Have a seat else. over here. No. That's someone else. He's the FBI spy guy. Um, yeah, he's the movie with Ryan Felipe. Yeah, Robert Hansen. Robert Hansen. That's his name. Yeah, that's him. So, uh, arrested in 20, 2011, 2001, uh, 100, 104 million dollars in cash uh, and diamonds over a 22 year period. So, someone they might have changed his contact his handler but for the most part he's probably working with one person you know through the whole time like someone cultivated him and maybe his handler changed at some point you know what i mean but um he was like a huge deal in russia they were like oh this guy's great ah you know <laughs> he's fucking awesome so um and there's just a bunch of those like insider threat type guys that you know it just takes a long time to work those people and to get them to flip and everything else so they don't change them out unless they have to unless we make them unless Mm -hmm. we say hey we're pulling your diplomatic paperwork but the state department has to do that it's that can't can't just be done right 
I was just curious if if we had or the, like the UN had a policy of nah, you know, every couple this, of years cycle them out so there's no ongoing dangerous relationships. That'd be, that'd be great, but they don't do that. Um, the FBI, it's the FBI's one of their main tenants is to monitor uh, foreign embassies for these people to see who's you know to manage counterintelligence. Mm-hmm. You know, do you think all the embassies in DC are bugged? They probably tried to be bugged mm-hmm. when they were built and stuff. Is that an act of war? No, it's an act no. of it's, it's what we do. <laughs> it's our thing. That's our fucking like special power. That's what we do. Every country does it though, right? Right. Like every country does it. They're like always trying to find some shit out. Like they don't care. Oh, he shit yesterday. Did you yeah. hear that? Yeah. Oh, I heard it was a heavy plop bloop. You heard it. You know, the toilet mic works. I saw a, a some thing. Maybe it was on the History Channel or something a long time ago, where they were building a new facility in Russia. It was supposed to be, end up being the U.S. embassy, and it was so compromised. Like they literally had like bugs like poured into the concrete. Yeah. <laughs> that the U.S. is like, no, we can't move into this. You know. Yeah, we're done, you know, so the building had to be just abandoned, you know, it was like, nah. Awesome. So I guess the U.S. had no supervision in its construction. You just trust the Russians to build it. Like, here's your, here's your building. Good to go. Uh, well, we knows? didn't build, you know, I mean, you, you hire locals and right. they put people in the, you know, Borscht fly, builders. Fly right? some Tennessee boys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Very exactly. True. Uh, the other thing I wanted to ask or or mention was since you were talking about the Grizzly Step, I think um, recently there was some some virus or worm or malware or something from them found on a laptop that happened to not be connected to the network yet of a power grid in Vermont. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's in this article. Okay, that's the first thing at the top of this article. Um, yeah, a Vermont utility company reported it has found Grizzly step code in its systems, mm-hmm. uh, in its system slash H2. That seems weird. That's not right. That shouldn't be there. Um, but yeah, Burlington Electric reported discovered Grizzly step malware in their system. Yeah, so, you know. Yeah. That's pretty much the weakness of most modern civilizations. Like, if the power grid goes down, eh, you're fucked. Yeah, man. Well, people. Yeah. Yeah, we suck. We do suck. People are the enemy. Yeah, man. Oh, people new, are the uh, enemy of people. 2017 resolution: work on prepping. Oh, I've been adding to my prepping worksheet. I haven't checked on it in a while. I've been adding to it. I There's added a to it for a while. Worksheet? Yeah, you have a, you have a you have a thing to it. Huh. Look in your shared thing in Google. You okay. should have access to it. I'll check it out. It's a folder, I think, called prepping. Oh, yeah, yeah, Prepping plans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember now. Yeah, I added to it in November. Cool. Well, I'll check it out. I gave Phil access to it, too, but he hasn't. He's like, what? what's Google Drive? <laughs> so, yeah. Shared with cool. me. Prepping plans. Well, beware foreign governments. Beware local governments. Beware governments. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So it doesn't look like we have anything for Audible. Um, 
Uh, actually, I, I while whilst doing cardio, I have been listening to an audiobook called How to Stay Alive, or no, sorry, How Not to Die. And uh, James and I were talking about sleep earlier. And I'm going to paraphrase and say that if you get less than six hours or more than 10 hours of sleep per night, you are at an increased risk of uh, certain cardiovascular diseases and stuff like that. Diabesity. Yes, diabesity. That's possibly ah. one of them. We'll talk about that a little bit later also. Mm-hmm. Um, I myself, I usually end up getting seven and a half to eight and a half hours if I don't set an alarm. 13 hours of sleep. Dude, you know, occasionally, man, it's nice. You get a good 12 hours, wake up fucking tired because you've been doing nothing for 12 hours. <laughs> you wake up exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a vicious cycle. <laughs> oh, I've but, done that, man. I woke up and like, uh, up for an hour. Like, I can't do this. Yeah, take a nap. to sleep. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, man, not, not enough sleep will... Uh, will take some time off your life. I know my dad gets like four hours of sleep every night. Come on, man. You know, that's probably for, for various reasons. Um, but James, you remember Ron, um, Ron Wilkinson? Yeah. From CSC. He was like, yeah, man, I got four hours a night. I got so much time on my hands. Sleep. I hate sleep. I just get, you know, get the bare minimum. He's, you know, he'll fucking die in like three years. Well, yeah. there is, there is the theory about, uh, I don't know if it's a theory or you could actually do it. Uh, supposedly people do it. They reprogram their body so they can – they just catch – Fucking C-sharp. <laughs> they, they Fortran, catch, bro. Fortran, yeah. Uh, cat naps, you know, here and there. Like 20 yeah. minutes here and well, there, and then they, they're good. You're, yeah, they, I think they, don't they did a Seinfeld to, like, episode. Really? Yeah, Kramer was like, oh, man, it's, I sleep 20 minutes every three hours. It's great because he read something like that. And then, uh, you know, after like a week, he started going crazy. Yeah, exactly. Wow, someone's – I was going to say someone's brain is very loud. Someone's <laughs> – Yeah, so that's me. Someone's keyboard is very loud. Are you loud. juggling a bag of bottle caps, sir? Just, are you juggling a bag of brains? <laughs> There's um so there's a guy who got famous for that and I'm trying to think of his name. Um, Juggling brains? No, uh, Isaac Newton. No, the, it's yeah, polyphasic sleep. I think is what it is. Whoa. Ah. Yeah. Vocab word. Uh, yeah, big time polyphasic. Um, Doctor. Holla. Pioteer Wozniak. Oh. <laughs> Um, that's not the actual name of the guy, but that's, uh, I guess, the guy who wrote this thing. Anyway, it's a long fucking white paper about it. Anyway, this kid, so he's probably like 24, which I think is the reason he can do it. Uh, yeah, he takes naps, but he sleeps like, it's really weird. He sleeps like two hours, and then he'll be like five minutes, like these little power naps ever all over the place. And he he works like constantly. He's like constantly going. Um the thing is, if you tell that there's a big difference, and I think everyone, anyone my age knows the difference between a 39-year-old, a 32-year-old, a 25-year-old, and a 20-year-old, there's differences at every stage of life. And like a 20-year-old, 
you know, New Year's is a great example. I was up New Year's and I mean, we were in our hotel room and there was probably like, um, geez, freaking kids all around us who like just turned 21 or, you know, whatever. And they're up all night partying. This whole hallway smell like weed, everything. <laughs> Me and my friend, we get back from the party and we're like, dude, I'm done. Yeah, dude, I'm done. And we go in the room. He gets in his bed. I get in my bed. And it's like, hey, did you want to, you know, and it's like, it's like 1248, you know, and and there's no, there's no like, man, let's party. Let's go find some chicks. It's none of that. You know what I mean? It's like, we're out like lights. Um, So, I mean, I don't know. I don't think, I think when you're 20, you could do that stuff. And then you can't write away. You shouldn't, it's wrong to write a white paper, but to write a white paper about it saying, I'm doing polyphasic sleep or whatever. But anyway, I'll put a link in the thing. You guys can read it. This is what it's talking about. I almost think taking short naps like that is more tedious than beneficial. I think it is too. I I feel tired if I do that. If I shortchange myself sleep, if I start to sleep, and then, like, I get into REM or I just about get into REM and I pull out of it. And then you feel worse, I think. Mm-hmm. You know, especially you're on the cusp of REM and you don't come out naturally. You got to catch yourself in the cycle. And there's a great app on Google that doesn't. I don't know what it is, but there's a great app that will put as you go into REM sleep. Somehow it knows by, like, the time. It's like, okay, we know that about this time you'll be in REM sleep. And then it it, it it basically creates an artificial hiccup in your REM sleep where it can kind of say, okay. And it's, like, brings you slowly up, 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 up. And you feel rested. Even if you got only, like, 45 minutes or an hour of sleep, you feel great. I was hooked on the app, and I couldn't find it again. I don't know what it was called. Um, it was the best alarm clock I ever had. I used to train my, I used to set my whole evenings by like, okay, I'll go to bed by nine thirty so I can get up by seven thirty, no problem. Or, you know, ten thirty, but okay, I have to go to sleep exactly at ten forty-five, and that kind of is kind of crazy. But if you can do that, man, you sleep well every night. It's nice. You wake up good. It's fucking great, man. Yeah, I've definitely had like eight hours of sleep and woken up and felt, you know, really groggy. And I've had like three and a half hours of sleep. And I guess I woke up at the right time, you know, like after one full cycle or something like that. And I felt great. Yeah. So it's weird. Well, you know, I mean, yeah, like you said, James, you're going to post the article so people can look at it. But supposedly the way it works is you reprogram your body. So it basically accepts the fact that you're sleeping this weird, you know, every you're sleeping 20 minutes or whatever it is every three hours, let's say. So, you know, you don't go crazy or, and your, your REM sleep is not affected or whatever it is. So, I mean, I've often thought about doing that, you know, but it seems too crazy. Plus, you know, it's not like I can be at work and, Oh, I'm going to go take a nap. You know, I mean, you could, do you take 20 minute shits at work? Um, yes. Who am I asking? Yes, I do. <laughs> At least. <laughs> yeah, so you take like two shits a day, two naps a day. You can work on training your body to poop while you're asleep. <laughs> and uh, one on your lunch break, and you're good. Huh. Is there some kind of a thing so you can just poop, so you can release? Um, No. If there had like you could a create a wedge of sorts. Ooh. 
No, you, you need like a thick tube that you could pipe in there so it holds the whole channel open mm-hmm. so you can just like fully relax. It would hurt though. It'd be like you'd feel like you're getting gang raped the entire night. Like you'd have dreams of fucking getting butt raped. But can you imagine just having that thing in you and you just lay down and you're like, uh, and you have like one hooked up to your dingus, your catheter in there, and then you just fucking relax. You're just like, uh, and every dream about pissing and taking a nice dump, it's just like a nice piss, a nice dump dream. You're like, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it just, it'd be great. Very Except relaxing. for when you fucking get a fucking boner and then the catheter would just be a world of hurt. That's an issue, isn't it? I've heard that. I've heard that when you have a catheter, you have a boner. It's not a good, good not a good look. Hmm. It's not fun. They give you medication to prevent that in the hospital, don't they? I think they do. Yeah. I wonder hmm. if it constricts the uh, the tube too much or something. Ugh. I don't know, but I mean, you could you get a small piece of garden hose for your butt. But uh, Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> do you have something rigid enough to go in my ass? <laughs> Uh, uh, this is Home Depot, sir, please. <laughs> we don't have anything for your ass. <laughs> oh, oh head to Lowe's. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But Lowe's, the anal experts. That's right. <laughs> um, <It's> terrible. <laughs> Come on, Mike. You know you're down. It only hurts uh, the first time. That's right. Um. All right. So, yeah, that's that's all I got in Stranger Danger. You guys got anything to add there? No, sir. Oh, we did, we did this. We did this. Um, sci-fi. There are four lights. What's this? There are four lights. Yeah. So uh, this was <laughs> I uh, got my TV set up in the living room and I was, you know, testing it out, making sure it's working. And I came upon a Star Trek The Next Generation episode. And it was the one where Picard is taken prisoner while participating in a covert ops mission. And someone else is left in charge of the Enterprise. This other captain, the same guy who plays the bad guy in uh, Total Recall. Oh God! You know, Cohagen or whatever his name is yeah. in that movie. Um, he's in charge of all the air, <laughs> I guess. But uh, yeah, so Picard is taken hostage by the Cardassians, I think. Yeah, and, and not by the Cardassians. No, not, not the Kardashians. Uh, That's yeah. a different type of mental abuse. I was about to correct you. I was about to be like Kardashians, Michael, and I was like, wait, <laughs> wait, dude. That's a totally different fucking alien. <laughs> That's different. You can tell they're Kardashians because of their neck ridges. That's right. <laughs> exactly. So, and in an episode, Picard. In this episode, Picard is basically being tortured by this one, this one guy, and uh, they're. He like he he turns on these four like spotlights behind him, and he's and he just wants Picard to say that there are five lights when there are really only four lights. So, Picard, you know, to defy him, to show him that he won't break, keeps on saying that there are four lights. And I don't know why. I mean, it's such a crazy episode. Like it's really weird. Like you you never really see Picard like that. You know. It's a very weird episode, but um, <laughs> it's good. It's, well, good. it's about mental strength and uh, standing oh, up for what you know is true. Oh yeah, he's like there are four lights. You know, it's like <laughs> it's so crazy, but yep. it's good. It's good. It's a good episode. Look at yeah. the, look at look at the chat. Oh, that's good. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> oh. oh, there you go. Yeah. So, 
Um, if you haven't seen it, check it out. Uh, I'm sure everyone who's listened to the show has, has watched The Next Generation, because, I mean, why wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know exactly what episode that is, but I'm sure a quick Google search would quickly reveal that. Yep, for sure. So, and that's actually a two-parter. So, um, the other thing that someone put in here, Evan. Yeah. So, I why don't you tell bullet. us about the fan-made film? Well, I think we're all fans of Futurama. You'd have to be crazy not to be. Um. So a it's been it was canceled, brought back, canceled again, unfortunately. So a a group of fans got together and made a fan fi- a live action fan film. Um I didn't really hear too much about it while it was being made and then suddenly it was released and our our great friend Mike here shared the link to a 30-minute YouTube video. Um, now the last 30 minute YouTube fan movie I watched was Kung Fury and that was awesome. Um, however, this one entitled Fanorama was quite, you know, I'll let you be your own judge, but to me it was quite a letdown. The first 15 minutes were basically a quest or the beginning of a quest for Fry and Bender to get more beer. Um, they had all the main characters. Sounds about right. Yeah, they had all the main characters: Fry, Bender, Leela, Professor Hermes, the Zoidberg, robot, Amy, the robot. Yeah, um, <laughs> I did not see Scruffy, although maybe I missed him. I don't. I don't know. Who are you, Scruffy, the janitor? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the the guy who played Fry did a really bad job of it. Um, Bender was like a Muppet. Kind of. It Jesus. looked like he was, you know, poorly made, but his arms and legs were not uh, like human, human motion. Um, Leela was okay. I guess they did the best they could with that makeup, trying to make a, a Cyclops. Uh, Hermes was weak. Amy was actually pretty good. Amy and the Professor were the the be- the most accurate characters, in my opinion. Um, Zoidberg was just like a real life human sized lobster. It was really creepy. Um, and then, uh, someone, they, they go, they fly in the ship to try to get more beer and they get stopped by some alien race, I think. And then Zap Brannigan comes in and starts telling them like, Oh, you you thought there was going to be a conclusion to this, huh? Nope, we don't have the budget or licensing or something like that. So Zap Brannigan gives this weird speech, and uh, in a basic instinct moment, he sits down in his chair, spreads his legs with a fucking tiny, uh, you oh, know, Jesus. Ca- tiny captain's shirt slash dress, and they blur it out, of course, but you you can tell, uh, you can tell what's going on. There's no kiff. And then the last 15 minutes of the movie is a commercial for Hypnotoad, which any Futurama fan will know is just a toad with vibrating eyes and like a drone in the background staring at your screen. Huh. And uh, yeah, I watched the whole thing. I watched all 15 minutes of the extra Hypnotoad footage thinking, oh, maybe there will be a little clip afterwards. Maybe they'll splice something in. Nope. 15 minutes of beer, 15 minutes of Hypnotoad. So watch it if you have half an hour 
and you're curious, but don't expect more than what I just told you. <laughs> I'm, 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 it's just 30 minutes here. Yeah. Oh, this last 15 minutes is just hypnotoad. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, jeez. Yep, that's it. I don't know how I could have made a better one. And I guess it's appropriate since every time they mention Hypnotoad, it's like a TV show. The Hypnotoad show uh, is a TV show in Futurama the cartoon. So I was not surprised. And I, I was like, I told Mike, it's like, oh, it's very appropriate, actually. Um, but I was not thrilled. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And that's yep. all I have to say about that. Yep. Well, Evan, you're not wrong. I know I'm not wrong. Okay. I wish you would have watched it so we could uh, compare notes. Yeah. No, but sure now you can would... save yourself half an hour. Yeah, I'm sure I, I'm sure I uh, agree with you. So, you know, it sounds like it's like, eh. I mean, like you said, could any of us have made anything better? Oh, Jesus. Probably not, you know. But, I don't know what Zoidberg is. Yeah, it's like a human-sized crustacean. Looks I mean, that's really what creepy. he is, right? Uh-huh. But it was Jesus. cool when it was a cartoon. When you see, like, a uh, visual, of, uh, not visual effects, but, you know, like, makeup uh, and, and yeah, costume effects. Yeah, it's like, a whole prosthetic. It looks like, yeah, you know, it looks like it just has a Cthulhu-esque thing going on. Yes. That's just, like, very, like, uncomfortable. And his eyes are like... You know, like, <laughs> yeah. you're like Jesus Christ. Yep. <laughs> well, I, I do think they did a good job on the professor, though. Yeah, and there was a doomsday device involved, so that's cool. But there was no Doctor Bubblegum Tate of the the Globetrotter <laughs> University physicists or whatever he whatever he is. Amy's got to be the easiest one. Yeah, just an Asian chick with an awkward haircut. Yeah. Jesus, yeah, Zoidberg. It looks like a real. It looks like it could be a real thing, and it's like it's a it's a fucking source material for of nightmares. The terror like, of New York City. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, I will put this in the fucking thing here. Copy. So that's my synopsis. Uh, I would not watch it again. Probably. What's better, this or uh, Star Citizen? Uh, Star Space Engineer Star. Fuck! <laughs> Star Wars Christmas Special. Um, man. That is a tough one. I think uh, I like Futurama more than Star Wars. So if someone else's life depended on it, I think I would watch the Fanorama instead of Star Wars holiday oh, special. If someone's life depended on it. Yeah. If, if they're going to murder life. somebody, <laughs> yeah. then I'd watch it. There would have to be dire consequences, though. Hmm. Well, all right. Yeah. James, I'm going to go off on a tangent here for a minute. What's that? I said, I'm going to go off on a tangent here for a minute. Yeah, hit it, hit it, Jack. <laughs> um, but, uh, so, in, under game theory here, explain to me the game Arma. 
Um, or Arma 3, which is apparently the current one. Yeah, so Arma is a hyper-realistic first-person shooter, but it's more like that game we talked about a couple weeks ago. Um, I can't remember what it was called now, but it was like that. Basically, Arma... It's just like that game that we talked about a couple weeks ago, where you're like a, a full sim, a full simulation of an environment, and you can employ um, soldiers at the personal level, the brigade level, the uh, the squad level, various vehicles, tanks, uh, aircraft carriers, planes, fighter elements, you know, uh, close air support elements, enemies, op four, all kinds of stuff. And there's also – it also has uh, links in it for something called uh, – I can't think of what it's called. But it, like you can use a, a, Harris bipod, a Harris radio simulator in it that makes the exact oh, really? sounds that the Army, Army's radio makes. And it's, you can adjust the frequencies and everything like you were holding the radio in your don't hand. You, don't you have one of those? Uh, I do, yeah. Allegedly. Oh, Allegedly. Man. Allegedly. And yeah. they also have Blue Force Tracker in there. Oh, um, yes. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So basically, if you want to simulate uh, a military uh, engagement, I think it was initially designed, first designed for the military, but it became a game. It took off as a very ugly game that was really hard to play. Um, and over its various iterations, it's become better and better and higher looking quality and more you more use better usability, better UI, easier to play. The cool thing about this one is this game, you can make a 1500 yard sniper shot or whatever, and you have to calculate, you know, like the rotation of the earth and oh, the cur curvature of the earth and wind mm -hmm. speed and all that stuff. And you have to like turn the thing click 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 okay i need to aim over here and it's gonna go whoosh, like you have to calculate all that in this game um so are you, are you saying you can curve the bullet james uh, well you can do whatever Holy happens with bullets fuck <laughs> yeah i guess <laughs> yeah know. i guess asshole no <laughs> what <laughs> i mean but th that's that's what arma is well, why do you ask uh, just cause I was looking at, uh, Steam here, cause they're having their annual end of the year sale, which ends tomorrow. How much are they selling it for? Um, I don't know. Arma? Let's see. Is it normally Arma. like a, a triple A yeah. games, like 60 bucks or 50 bucks or yeah, something? Yeah, something like 60 bucks. Arma 3 is right now, it's half off, so right now it's 20 bucks instead of 40 bucks. It's not bad. Um, yeah, but it, so it's a first person shooter that is militarily and strategically accurate as far as you can be, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So explain to me then Arma versus the game called America's Army. America's Army is a is a first person shooter. Just straight up first person shooter. It's not it's not not nearly even a quarter as realistic as as Arma is. Really? Um uh America's Army is if you play the new if you've so the America's Army that you played Mm -hmm. When uh, that that you know back in the day, a long time when they first came out, that was probably more realistic and more representative of what the armies, armies like training and stuff was like. Then Arma, Arma doesn't have any of that, but um, 
as far as like the missions and what you do, arm our uh, America's army is just a it's just an FPS with like conquer the point, take the flag, you know, free for all, kill everybody. You know, Arma's not like that. Arma's there's op four. You know, you can turn on army um, a- enemy armies. You can turn on the Russian army, the some generic uh, Middle Eastern army they have in there. Uh, they have several land masses. Mm-hmm. They have an island called Altus. They have a Russian place called Cherneris that dates back from Arma. Arma, um, and that Cherneris is basically like a European, like a European uh, or or Russian city, you know. But it's massive. It's a massive landmass. Um, Altus is a full blown island with all kinds of land masses there. And there's all kinds of water stuff you can do there. There's boats and submarines and all kinds of things going on there um, that you can spawn into the game. And the nice thing about Arma too, that the only thing, the nice thing about Arma in general is it's very moddable. So there's a huge modern, modern community for it. Hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah. There's a massive modern community for it. A lot, a lot of the uniforms stuff. there's a company that just makes realistic uniforms and sells them. You know, so you can say so you can like like uh, a lot of the sets, the Russian military set, uh, and they have like a summer set, a winter set, a Spetna set, or whatever. You know, those sets all are designed by third party companies who modded it into the game. Hmm. A lot of the planes that get into the game and tank elements. There's a guy on here on YouTube actually. If you're inter- if anyone's interested in Arma. And, you know, I guess none of us have to work in the morning, so we're like, oh, let's talk about random stuff. Um, <laughs> uh, but Jester814, and Jester814's YouTube channel is basically about two things, and he's live right now, actually. Um, he's playing a Halo modded version of Armor 3. But uh, his whole, cool. yeah, his whole YouTube channel is basically, he has a group called uh what are they called he has a he has a thing called uh the 506th ir um maybe it's infantry regiment i don't know the 506 infantry regiment and it's like a couple hundred people who all they do is do um kind of an airsofty type gameplay in the arma in arma but theirs are like multiple hours and it's like okay we deploy here we have to take this point and then they all sit down at the end like they sit in a circle like you would in the military and they say okay let's do our aar what what went wrong and they go through a whole aar everything and everyone employs like a full military like talk they're like yeah bravo six bravo six bravo bravo six bravo seven actual you know call for fire blah blah like they do it's all like whatever and i tried i wanted to get into it but it's like a, the learning curve is so steep. Um, Arma is just not a game for people who like want to play. Like I want to play a first-person shooter. It's not that heavy game. It's not for filthy casuals. No, it's not for filthy casuals at all. I'll put a link hmm. here in the description so guys can see it. Um, he also does uh, Star Citizen, but I knew about him through Arma because watching his Arma stuff is fucking great. It's actually really good. What does actual mean? So you would say. What does what mean? Actual. actual. Oh. So if you had a if you had a squad and your squad was called Tiger Squad, um, and let's say everyone had a number, Tiger, Tiger, well, it'd be Tiger Six and Tiger 
five. Okay, timer five is your comms guy or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or let's say no, no. Forget about the numbers. Everyone's it's Tiger. So only two people are calling using comms anyway. You or your comms guy, and you call you. Someone calls your squad. Your comms guy picks up the radio. He says, "This is Tiger," and blah blah. For whatever reason, you pick up the comms and answer. You say, "Tiger, actual," because you're actually the person in command. Huh. Yeah, and you you could say like, "I want to talk to," or I want to talk someone to could call Tiger and actual. say, "I want to talk to Tiger Actual." Yeah, that means the commander or whatever. Yeah, you know? exactly. As opposed to, I don't want to talk to the radio guy. You know. Yeah, exactly. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know why they use the word actual instead of saying commander or leader? Probably just for comsec, com security. Hmm. <laughs> or it's quicker. I don't know. Yeah, or it's quicker, yeah. Hmm. Brevi- radio brevity. There you go. That's the yeah. That's the lingo right there. That's what I'm talking about. You know how we do, Michael. I hmm? I know. You know we don't. You know we don't. All right, James, I got one more for you. Yeah. Dota two. Oh dude. Go. So <laughs> I don't know a whole lot about Dota. A, a lot of my friends, a lot of the guys in our in our uh Star Citizen group, they play Dota. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know a whole lot about it, honestly. I can't talk about I can't talk about that. I have no idea. It's 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 like as far as I know, it's like L O L. It's like League of Legends, it's that kind of game. It is. It's a MOBA. That doesn't mean anything to me. It's a a uh, massive multiplayer online battle arena, hmm. meaning it's not an open level map. It has a confined space with sort of quote-unquote lanes, which you need to attack and defend and move within. Um, hmm. I think it's six on six usually, maybe five versus five. You pick a different character, they'd have different powers. Um, and there's like a... You know, each team has like a home base or like an end boss kind of thing, and whichever team destroy like kills the other team or destroys that objective wins the game. It stands for Defense of the Ancients. I guess originally it was based on like ancient gods or something like that, but uh, I can only assume it has evolved a bit. I see. Yep. I just don't like those games, the lanes and everything. Although people swear by LOL. They're like, oh, this is great. You know? It's the cancer of online gaming. I think it is. I don't, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. I can't, I don't get it. Well, it's not for you, I guess. Yeah, exactly. It's not for me. Although I bet you if I played it, I'd be like, man, this is amazing. Oh, it's so good. You know? (laughs) Guess what I just came across on uh, Steam here? What's that? Age of Empires 2. HD edition. Ugh. That you know who would love that? <laughs> JC? Uh-huh. Yep. I'll pick it up for him. He'd love that shit. It's five S- bucks. So let's send it over. You can run it on his HP. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like fucking 12-year-old HP laptop. You guys want to play that's some Command & Conquer? His? Yeah. I would play some Command & Conquer. I'd play some right now. Fuck this podcast. Start playing Command & Conquer. <laughs> You heard it here first, folks. The first episode of the year and the last episode of the year. Yep. Ends right now. Sunday evenings are now Command and Conquer time. Mm-hmm. I want to play me some Football Manager 2016. Oh, geez. That's not a game. It is a game. It is, Oh, yeah. my God. But not American football. It's soccer. It's Soccer Manager. Is okay. it? 
I think so. Oh, okay. I thought it was unless they made an American one. Oh, and they have a 2017 one now. Hey, hey. Oh yeah, no, it looks like yeah, it looks like soccer. Okay. Still, <laughs> come on. Mm-hmm. Let's get let's get fucking real here. Well, you know they have Goat Simulator. Oh, dude, that's nice. great, dude. That thing, <laughs> Goat Simulator, yeah, is on here and it's like it's very cheap right now. So if, if you've been dying to get it, it's uh you know it's like five bucks or less. I oh, think. dude, pick that thing up, yo. Pick up, pick up that. Pick up with some guest passes. Let's get in. Let's go multiplayer that shit. Is that a thing? We'll do a giveaway. You can't yeah. do multiplayer in that, can you? I don't think so. I don't know what you can or can't do, but it's amazing. That game's just amazing. The goat's like, wah, 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 wah. his tongue's like flapping all <laughs> you know out what I did mouth. pick up? A Kerbal space program. Oh, boy. Good get ready luck. to be baffled. It's $13 right now instead of like Evan, get 40. your physics book out. Calculate the apoapsis for me. <laughs> Yep. You're going to use your TI-82, Mike? You're going to use it like crazy. Goddamn right. <laughs> you 100% will be. I knew that thing would come in handy one day. <laughs> Actually, I think it does like a lot of the calculations for you, but still, it's it's fun, though. Honestly, it's fun. Oh, man, they have more truck simulators. Dude, there's an my, my stepfather owns American Truck Simulator. It's right here? Yeah. American Truck Simulator. Apparently, it's the only one I don't own. <laughs> It's thirteen ninety nine right now. You I own? Ha- I have Euro Truck Simulator. Apparently, what? Euro Truck Simulator is huge in Germany. Really? Yeah. 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 I got. I dude. I have like ten truck simulators on here. Why? But, but apparently, I don't have American Truck Simulator because I want to be on the open road. You know that. <laughs> okay. Well, go buy yourself a fucking Logitech steering wheel and pedals, and spend you know nine more hours a day looking at your screen. You know. So, I used, you know. I used to have that right for a Mac. I'm disappointed the, that you I don't had, have it right now. I had the pedals and the and the steering wheel and everything. I had yeah. all that stuff. Valentine's Day gift. Pick one up. Pick there you go. There you go. Um, you know what's funny? So one of the books I read is about a fictional medical disease that attacks people who are in their virtual their full immersion virtual reality pods called Perma Mode, right? And it basically sucks you into whatever game you're playing and you cannot get out. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so, in the, as far as the book's references, for the book's reference is concerned, it, it it it's attacking players. It attacks all players in VR. But the perma mode for this for the main character, he wants to go perma into his favorite World of Warcraft type game. So he makes a point of saying, he's like, I feel sorry for the people who went perma mode in Tetris or a truck simulator. He's like, can you imagine crashing all the time? Just the pain of like, and the, and not being able to get out of the truck, and just like being just not even having a character model rendered for you, and that'd be a nightmare, you know. Playing eons of chess, like you know, he's like going <laughs> on and on about it, and I was just like, wow, that's like dark, you know, that's like a fucking torture right there, punishment. Um, so yeah, man, get your fucking truck simulator on. Let's see what happens. I'm amazed. Hell yeah, man. I did not know you played that. Well. Have you ever played any of them? Yes. Really? I have one where you drive around a school bus. Are you serious? Yes. This Is is this a passion that I didn't know about? I guess so. Oh my god. It's a passion. You, James, didn't I tell you to... We've sh- both chosen to forget. To hook me up with your uncle? Doesn't he have a big rig? Yeah, he does. 
What the fuck? I didn't know you. I forgot about that. I just kind of well, yeah, I blocked I tried, out the memory. I blocked it out because it's so <laughs> weird. Um, well, look, well, why don't let's all me and me and Evan will get a copy of, and we'll have a we'll do a convoy through East Germany, East like through uh the, through the Alps or something in our in our Svetlana four cylinders or whatever. Yeah, um, that'll be fun. We'll call it Isle Panel takes on the Alps. Was it like uh, Scania or Scania, whatever it is? Yeah, yeah Scania. There's a whole there's a Scania simulator all on its own. What? Yeah, Why? it just has Scania Scania vehicles in it. They have an amazing emergency braking uh, system, but other than that, why? I don't know. There's a very awesome farming simulator. I kind of want to play that. Yeah, I just saw that too. Yeah, farming simulator. That's pretty awesome. And I saw a construction simulator. And that one looked pretty cool too. I saw, I saw, I watched, I watched uh, <laughs> Devil Dog Gamer playing that online. I was like, yeah, this is pretty cool. But does you want to play... teach you things? Mm, no. The, well, the farming one does teach you some stuff. They have farming farming simulators. So get this, this is weird. I don't know why, but they have farming simulator 2011, 15, and 17 now. But uh, it's, on, it's on sale, but only 15% off. It's, it's awesome. thirty bucks right now. It's, it's it's in such high demand they don't have yeah. to put it on sale. Yeah. I guess so. So farming simulator is cool, I think, because and I don't know why we're having this conversation right now. Farming simulator, I think, is cool because farming simulator, you start off with a character who has just some fields, and you have the equipment, and you basically like, okay, how do I do this? So you you have to follow the the legit process of planting a field, like sowing the oats or whatever. Not sowing the oats. What am I talking about? Planting the, the soil, tilling the soil, um, then making the rows, planting the seeds, running the machines, watering the things, and you have to like put lose all the machines. Then you have to go and like pull the wheat, you know, and then it, you have to follow along with one of. So you have your buddy in multiplayer following along with the dump the truck, and you're blowing the the chaff into the truck. And you're storing, so you're splitting the chaff and the wheat or whatever, you know, whatever's happening. And it's multiplayer. It's cool. So a lot of things can be happening at once, and you've been growing all kinds of random stuff. Um, it's pretty cool, honestly. That I think that game, I think, is pretty cool. And you can buy bigger fields and everything else. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> nice. You should start a server and call it Monsanto. Oh, boy. Yeah. Good stuff, Mike. Yeah, man, I have, have I most... have Euro Truck Simulator, Euro Truck Simulator Two. Um, I got a bunch of these things. Man. How many games are in your Steam library? Uh, eighty-seven. Are you wow! Fucking Holy me? shit! But I mean, a lot of them are counted twice. You know why? So, like, I have Batman Arkham Asylum. Then I have Batman Arkham Asylum GOTY Edition. You know, there's another you, game. You bought bus, those separately. Bus driver. Did you buy them separately? Uh, no, I don't think so. So oh. it must have just been... They gave it to you. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, well, I have, I have 13 games in my Steam inventory. You're not a true gamer, bro. <laughs> Are we measuring Steam inventories now? Let's see. That's right. Um... Yeah, you know, a lot, and a lot of these things are like like Medal of Honors in here, and there's two entries because it has multiplayer and single player as separate things, you know, even though it's the same game. So. I have okay. 40 in mine. Yeah, but a I bunch, have, I think have we, Scania uh, Truck Driving Simulator. There you go, Scania. Yep. 
I think everybody has Day of Defeat, um, Counter Strike, Counter Strike, Counter Strike. I don't have Day of Defeat actually. Like three or four Half Lives. Actually, there's a game on here that I found that I fucking love, and I think everybody should get it. It's called Gunpoint. Oh my god, that game! Look at that! Look that one up, Michael. Gunpoint. Yeah. Let's see. It runs. I got. I, I bought it because it runs on a Mac. But that game is fun. It's a very enjoyable puzzle game. A stealth puzzle game that lets you rewire its levels to trick people. You play a freelance spy who takes jobs from his clients to break into high-security buildings and steal sensitive data. Oh, so it's sneakers? Uh, I guess. <laughs> I guess, but it's 8-bit. It's 8-bit. Oh, yeah. But you get all your you get all your information, all your calls come like through over a BlackBerry or something. That's kind of weird, but uh, it's cool. I mean, it's a fun game. And how much is it, Michael? It's like we gotta be like five bucks. So normally it's ten dollars. Right now it's three dollars and thirty nine cents. Yeah, pick it up, dude. That game is fun. You'll play that. You'll be like, oh, this is like kind of puzzle. A puzzle makes you get you thinking. I like this game. I okay. enjoy it actually. I, I kind of right. like it for for three bucks. It's worth it. Do you have Goat Simulator? No, I don't have Goat Simulator. Evan, and you have Goat Simulator? No. You don't well, you do simulator? now. Yep. Yeah, you, you don't need to send it to me. I'm good. I'll be okay. I'll survive. I also do not want it. You guys suck. Is it too so bad? What, too when's the last late? time you played it? I just bought it three seconds ago. So. Okay. Well, that's my point exactly. <laughs> Never. <laughs> Never played. See? See? You're wasting your money. Um. <clears throat> exactly. Yeah, and I bought this other baffling game, War Game. It's so confusing. I just had to give up on that. There came an echo. I bought this because Will Wheaton does a voice in it. Never played it once. <laughs> Sheltered. This was a good game. I played it a couple times, and then I had to delete it or something, and I gave it, and I just never brought it back on. Shadow Warrior Classic Redux. I bought this and never, I played it, and I was like, wow, this looks really bad, and I uninstalled it. Will Wheaton? Will Wheaton, yeah. Will Wheaton? 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 Yeah. Will Wheaton. There came an echo. It's it's very similar to uh, I don't know. It's a look down game about aliens. Um, look down game. Black and white. No. Um, what's Slender that famous Man. alien game? No, I got it here. Uh, Mass Effect. No, no, Fallout? no. Fallout about aliens. No. <laughs> I'm just naming no. games. He's like, no, not at all. Just, uh, you know. Just saying oh, it, it looks like Breach and Clear. If you guys remember watching me play that, where you look down and you take, it's a turn-based, like, okay, move here and get behind this thing. Okay, I have to wait. Okay, now, your turn. Move here and go behind this thing. Okay, I have to wait. It's like that. Never heard of it. But that <sighs> reminded me of a game that you used to be all about on PS2. I think wasn't called Black. Uh, yeah, that game was the, that was a first person shooter, right? Yeah, yeah, that game was cool. Hmm. All right, this this conversation is uh, degraded into just like what can we, we find on Steam and get Michael not, to buy us? We're not sponsored by Steam, but yeah. uh, they offer Bas a great platform to basically. spend a lot of money. And they just steam up our wallets. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, what's what's on the Yum update here? Epi epigenetics? Epigenetics, yep. Um, so we all know that being fat is not awesome, but uh, extra weight can lead to epigenetic changes in nearly 200 different 
locuses or locations. Loci. Loci. Yep. Um, it's the position of a gene. Locutus. Locutus of Borg. Correct. It, <laughs> being fat will turn you into a machine. That'd be that'd be awesome. Um, so recently, a research team examined uh, about ten thousand blood samples. Um, for men and women in Europe, although a large portion of them were uh, Indian descendants living in London, who were apparently at a particularly high risk for obesity and metabolic diseases. Um, mm. Results found significant changes in gene expression for lipid metabolism and substrate transport, meaning how well you dealt with, you know, fat and body fat and transporting energy in and out of cells. Um, in addition to that, it also found um, uh, increased expression in genes related to inflammation, which in my expert opinion is the actual cause of the majority of common diseases, which are reversible is just in overall inflammation. Um, but in this research, they, uh, they didn't say AI, but I'm going to say they used AI, a complicated AI system to, uh, identify the certain, certain, sorry, epigenetic markers that may predict the risk of type two diabetes because it's not genetic markers. Yeah. Because just because you are huge and fat like myself does not necessarily mean I am type two diabetic. And just like, you know, you probably know that super skinny in shape people can be type two diabetics. So it does uh, hinge quite heavily on your genetic makeup and which of your genes are expressed. Right. So epigen, I mean, this is just one instance, but epigenetics in general is actually pretty awesome. So, for instance, um, if I am, if my genome has certain markers that uh, predispose me to certain types of, uh, we'll say cancer, then if I live a lifestyle which keeps those genetic um, markers sort of off, then the chances of me getting those types of cancer is very low. But if I live a lavish lifestyle of um, you know, just doing whatever I want and say, fuck it. I'm awesome. It'll cause a lot of inflammation, first of all, but it will also allow the expression of those genes, which will, um, drastically elevate my risk of getting those types of cancers. Hmm. So the way you live can enhance or hinder your, your, uh, your genome expression. So I didn't put them in the show notes, but I will link to a couple different um, articles and scientists and interviews about that. Um, one of my favorite scientists is uh, Dr. Rhonda Patrick. She's all about epigenetics and vitamins and nutrition and just being all like super healthy. So I will put that in the notes. Very good. All right. So I came across this article in Wired, and I haven't 
I'll be honest, I haven't didn't wrap my head around this one fully, but it's a it looks like uh, there's a virus that may be causing obesity in some people. Mm-hmm. And they start off the what the fuck they start off the article was saying basically a young man who worked on his um you know his farm when he was you know his parents farm when he was young he ended up getting scratched by a chicken or something and he ran inside and washed it and everything and took care of it but after that he just started gaining weight like crazy and it looks like it's linked to a virus called SMAM1 mhm so and then there's another another guy in, in India who has been looking at the same kind of thing. Can so, it be transmitted if you're not living on a farm and being scratched by chickens? Uh, you know, I'm not sure. Is is that person patient zero and they're a carrier to the rest of the world? Why can't what can why can't a chicken scratch you start all of a sudden getting bulked up? Like just getting swole, like God oh, damn, these arms are huge, son. What? Oh, he's swole. It's just the wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> why is he, why does this genetic cool shit happen? It's always horrible. It's like, oh, I grew an extra ear on my fucking throat. You're like, fuck. <laughs> you know, it's always something like that. It can never mm-hmm. be like a bonus. Well, you want to turn into Rooster Cogburn? Or you know, like, oh, he grew a scent gland in the back of his neck, and now all the bitches want to fuck him. You know, like it can't, it's, it's never the most like that. putrid scent known to mankind. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what would really happen. And if you Google this SMAM one, right away you get a you get stuff from NIH and other stuff where association of adenovirus infection with human obes- obesity. Hmm. I don't think that's anybody's problem. I know though. <laughs> We didn't scratch on the fucking chickens. Well, no, I don't know true. where the virus comes from. I mean, we ate that's how he chickens. Got it. <laughs> that's how he got it, you know. But yeah. So interesting, interesting of, read. Uh, I mean, there's a lot more information there. I just didn't didn't process it all here. But there's some interesting uh, animal to human transmission diseases, like mad cow disease. Um, that's like yes. isn't that when when the feed that you give the cows includes a beef product or something like that, or beef brains. Yeah. They go crazy. Yeah. But it's like something has to be, there has to be something wrong with the brains too. It can't, it can't be just beef brains. It's like beef brains with like some certain kind of a like bug or something in it, you know, something that resides in the brain. I think there's also something called toxoplasmosis. You guys heard of that? Uh, vaguely sounds familiar. I, I I believe I'm quoting the right uh, disease. It's very prevalent in Brazil because of the favelas, but basically living in close proximity to an excess of cats. Um, there's some something I think in there in cat poop that basically makes humans yeah super aggressive and go kind of crazy. I think it's mm-hmm. toxoplasmosis. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I thought it was like it makes you like take care of them or something. No, like you become their slave. That's some. That's a thing too, but it's not. Yeah, yeah. there are there are bacteria. Like that's why we have crazy cat ladies, you know. Well, they're crazy because they have toxoplasmosis. <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying. Uh, I mean, I think that's a reverse correlation. 
I just made that up, but it sounded it sounded scientific. Okay, sounds good. Yeah, but there are, um, you know, small organisms that'll like burrow into the head of an ant and and take over, make them their slave. Yeah. Yep. That is correct. Yeah, there's even one. I don't remember what it's called, but um, it'll say take over an ant or a bee or some small <sighs> insect and lay eggs. It's it's like a it's a waterborne organism. So it'll you know burrow in, live uh, you know uh, lay eggs, and make the make the insect go back to water and basically drown itself and then burst open and all the the babies come out and swim through the water and Jesus. infect their own insects and stuff like that. It's pretty, the world is brutal, man. Yeah, it is. Hmm. We live a very privileged life. Indeed we do. Indeed we do. All right. Well, enough of that. Mm-hmm. Um, extras, extras, read all about it. So, Evan, doesn't look like you have anything down here. Anything you want to mention? Well, I did have something in there earlier. Um, I had promised to tell you exactly why the universe is in a sphere of black holes. But I got to reading through more of the article, and then I had more questions. And um, it was kind of a letdown. I would like to get back to it, because the whole dark matter, does it exist? Uh, you know, what does it mean for physics? Is interesting, but I didn't think I could do a good job of it this week, so I'll come back to it. I see. But, but it's a quick a quick snippet. Uh, apparently, the universe is made of about 5% of normal matter, as we would consider it, and uh, 27% dark matter and 68% dark energy, which is like, it's that shit's all there just to make the math work. <laughs> 15% right. dark chocolate. Well, we we yeah. talked about this uh, I think yeah, last, last week, week. Mm -hmm. with the uh, the other theory of uh, gravity, I guess. Yep. Right. Um, one thing they did mention in the article is uh, that I think last year the LIGO telescope or LIGO array finally detected uh, gravitational waves. Huh? Nothing. Not vitiligo. No. Revitiligo. <laughs> Detected gravitational waves that were theorized by Einstein about 100 years ago or so from the uh, merging or collision of two black holes uh, with a total mass of about 63 or 64 solar masses. Hmm. So they are actually a thing, apparently. Um, but what that has to do with dark matter and theories surrounding that is not... Uh, uh, I don't know how closely they're related. Just something interesting that was mentioned. So I'll come back to it. Well, all right. Yep. So I got something in here. So James and I have been talking about this for a long time now. <laughs> Why aren't jo Johnson ports a thing? Mm-hmm. What's a Johnson port? Uh, what, what is a Johnson port? What I'm so glad Johnson? you asked. So, <laughs> I mean, it's not as common these days to have a desktop computer, but a Johnson port is basically a port installed in the front of your computer mm -hmm. that you can have your way with. <laughs> 
Now, so. they still make a lot of cases with uh, the intention where you could install an optical drive. So there's certainly space in desktops now. Right, right. But I'm saying a lot of people don't have desktops anymore, right? Mm -hmm. It's not really a, you know, I mean, you and I do, obviously. Mm -hmm. But it's not really a, what's hip, you know, with the kids anymore. Right. So <clears throat> this, uh, these people have come up with a a way for people to give each other pleasure mm. across the internet. Mm. And uh, specifically, it is, it's kind of a device that kind of looks like a lollipop. Hmm. To fillet? <clears throat> uh, yeah, basically. So, kind of interesting. It's called the Teletongue. <laughs> One day. They'll be there. They're going to get there. The Teletongue. As long as they get there in my lifetime, I'll be happy. I want to die with my junk in one of these. <laughs> crammed in one of these. And just really? just in the chat room. Yeah. Just in, in, the, in, the, in the multiplayer lounge or whatever. <laughs> in, in the lounge. <laughs> Where someone could just uh, like log in and give this guy a lick. You know, <laughs> send him off right. You'll be stuck in it like that... Uh, the Permamode in there. Perma yeah. Mode, yeah. Jesus. You're just a pair of floating genitals. He was filleted <laughs> to death. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> this uh this little article or this post is uh kind of interesting because they, they bring up other things like uh they think they think humans could be marrying robots by the year twenty fifty. Um then people, you know, the moral outrage they say if we they say if sex with a robot is a viable option, then humans will have stop having sex with each other. And uh, we've actually seen that in a uh, episode of Futurama, I think. Yeah, but that won't happen. That won't happen. People always say that. Every time some new technology comes in, people say, oh, it's the end and people are going to stop, whatever. You know what I mean? And the thing is, it never stops. And this is a new thing's going to start. And all the fears are going to be assuaged. And some people are just going to like fucking robots and some people say, you know what? I like fucking people. You know, I think the problem is going to come in when you have robots that look so good or so close to human that you can't tell the difference. And they're so smart. You can't tell the difference. That's the problem. Mm -hmm. If they're just something that knows how to give you pleasure via an algorithm and there's like 20 or 30 different algorithms and they can interchange components. That's not going to be a big deal. You go to the robot brothel and you go get your Johnson sloshed. And then you freaking come home, you're like, yeah, it's pretty good. Not bad. It's worth like fucking twenty five fifty or, you know, probably pretty more than that. Let's say a hundred bucks to go get that done. Yeah, it'd be worth it. But the problem is, yeah, when they come so smart that you can meet them on the street, start dating them and everything, and then you're like, this is a fucking robot. You know, that's the problem. Then that's when people are going to be like, can you marry this? Mm -hmm. You know, and I'd be like, dude, you're a fucking grown man. You do whatever you want. Yeah. There's True. guys in Mary fucking body pillows and fucking sheets and houses and horses and all kinds of wild shit. So whatever. Let, if you want to marry your fucking robot, go ahead. Get it in. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I agree. I had a thought that what if someday these robots will become incubators? Now, this is speaking from the male perspective ha and having a, a female robot. If you could... Uh, Basically, if I may use the layman term, blast inside of it 
(laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. It would sample your DNA, make a, basically like a female version of you, and fertilize that, and, and make a baby out of just you. It'd be a clone, basically, right? I guess it makes uh, the hair color and of, shit up. I just think it would be an interesting, uh, interesting result to examine. Maybe some DNA, some DNA randomizer. Yeah, I mean, you they can make kids from three people now, apparently. So there's, oh. uh, you know, I'm assuming the difficulty would be coming up with the the female version of one person or the male version of one person. Uh, but anyways, just random thought that popped into my head. Huh. Enjoy. Well, all right. Well, if the there's internet nothing of sex else, toys. Yeah. I think that about wraps it up, doesn't it? Yeah. Better wrap it up, B. So I left a link for polyphasic sleep if anyone's interested um, in the chat there, and uh, not in the chat in the uh, in the show notes. Uh, as always, it's an honor to spend uh, a little time with you gentlemen, sewing up the world of technology and wonders. So, Evan, give us those uh, greedy words that help us get paid because I don't remember what they are. Twenty seventeen. Let's fuck. Jesus Christ. Those greedy words. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Um, check us out, iopanelpodcast.com. You can send us feedback, email, feedback at iopanelpodcast.com. Get us on Facebook, Twitter, uh, audibletrial.com forward slash iopanel. You can get a 30-day free trial and a free book with your membership. Cancel at any time. Um, as always, thank you all for listening. Looking forward to a new year, and we'll see you next week.
top 12